0: are listening to a previously recorded episode of Stager Talk with Risa's CEO, Shell Broadnax. secret's in the stage. The stager really has the opportunity to build the foundation of these investors' businesses. I mean, that's That's huge. That's something that can really propel these investors to um, some long-term success.
1: So there's going to be multiple streams of revenue. There's going to be a lot of furniture that are sitting there in the field and making me passive income.
0: Passive income over here.
1: Hey everybody. Shell Broadnecks here with another episode of Stager Talk, and I'm super stoked today because my friend Jeannie Morris is with us. Jeannie Morris is in the house. <laughs> Hi from Michigan. Hello. How are you? We're good here. We are in the middle of
0: the fall process in fall. Uh, Michigan-wise can be a little bit up and down, but yeah. We have a gorgeous day today and we're expected to have another good day tomorrow. So I'm going to take it. Awesome.
1: And can you tell everybody the name of your company and the area you service?
0: Yeah. Transforming Spaces. And I serve the Rochester, Rochester Hills, um, Northeast Michigan is probably the best way to put it.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. And how long have you been in business?
0: Three years. I can't believe it's been that long, but it's been three years and a good learning process. Grateful for Risa so that I have somebody to travel with on this.
1: Well, awesome. I don't know why. For some reason, I thought it was a lot more than that.
0: Yeah. Well, I came from other industries. You know, I'm not 20. So (laughs) I look like I've traveled longer than three years. That's probably why. (laughs)
1: so funny. Uh, So I love it that you just said, thank goodness for Risa and your, your start. So I know that the good thing about Risa is we have something for everybody. So if you're just starting out as a newbie or you're mid-level, or you've been in the industry for 15 or 20 years, there's always something here for everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things that uh, we've been talking about recently is about, you know, just the association and leadership and, resources and what associations should do, what they shouldn't do, and, yep. and whatnot. So when we we are nonprofits, so we're structured just like NARD National Association of Realtors, structured right. like the American Bar Association, the American Medical Association. Right. And uh, we're nonprofit. So when you hear the words nonprofit, what does that mean to you? What's the first thing? Because most people have a misunderstanding about it.
0: Not for profit. And so when I was looking at different staging associations out there, what was important to me is to align with somebody who was interested in the industry and not building a business based on my membership. So yeah. what I loved so much about RISA is I did some homework and I looked at some of the different associations out there. And this was one where I really respected the professionalism and the way that people um supported each other and the way that the experienced stagers were pouring into the newer stagers because that was me. And so I feel like that was a good fit for me. It was important for me to align with somebody that could teach me a little bit and help me out on the things that I didn't know that I needed to know. And so Brisa was where
1: I landed. Yeah, that's awesome. The, you know, it's great when we have the accredited staging training providers. So, Risa provides oversight. So, we don't want to train stagers. We're not going to train people from the ground zero, you know, and teach them how to run a staging business. But the support services after you've gone through your training, or for some people, they elect not to do training. I don't recommend that at all. You're going to need it. No, but you don't know.
0: No, it's the worst mistake you can make. You're starting a brand new business. The worst thing you can do is think that you're so smart that you can figure all of that out. Yeah. The wisdom is when we travel as a tribe because. I like that. When we get caught in a situation, I can't tell you how many times I've called stagers that are in my Detroit area to just work through issues. How do I handle this with a client? How do I handle this with my taxes? How do I handle this with the business and how much inventory and the worst thing you can do is try and be alone because that's what you're going to have when you have trouble is you're not going to have anybody to help lift you up and guide you.
1: Yeah. We've actually done surveys with members and what they're reporting back is the ones that start out with no training and they've joined RISA. Mm -hmm. And um, we always say, you know, look, we're not going to teach you how how to start this business. And we've got lots of education and webinars, professional development and newbie, but to try to sit on a you know, one-hour webinar once a month for newbies to have general questions answered is not going to help you start your business. No. But we found that they report that they usually get training between ten months to twelve months. So it's like right at the time where normal people, if you start a business, even the best people making their best effort at starting a business tend to go out of business right, right about the year mark, just to, before their year. So these people are actually at that point where they're like, "All right, we got to," you know, cut bait or, or fish or whatever that saying is, and right. and. And just get some training before they go under it. Right. Right.
0: Yeah. And I came from insurance as my, as one of my backgrounds, insurance and advertising is what my corporate experience was in. And so when we would train new financial reps at Northwestern Mutual, we would tell them, you need to know that you're going to travel in an area where you're going to feel uncomfortable Until you're at three to five years. And once you get to that point, then you're going to have enough experience, you're going to have enough of a client base where you're going to feel like you have the ground underneath you. And so... As an organization, Northwestern Mutual set up to make sure that financial reps didn't travel by themselves. And so, for us, we're independent business people, and we need to align with other people yeah. because the first three to five years is is going to be a challenge. There's going to be new things that we're not going to know. And um, yeah, I mean, I came up with some things that I hadn't experienced before just this year. So I'm grateful for my tribe.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. You know, the other thing uh, that's when I've been doing these interviews for this project, a lot of similarities come about when we talk about people that are newer in the industry and mm-hmm. the lack of ethics. And mm-hmm. it's not that they're shady people; it's that <laughs> they don't know. They don't know. So, Risa has a code of ethics, just like you know, doctors. They take a Hippocratic oath. They have their codes of ethics. Nar has their code of ethics. We have our code of ethics. I feel it's imperative. For our industry to operate this way to self-regulate and in more stagers join risa more stagers commit to that code of ethics the legitimacy raises for the entire industry rising tides raise all boats so it's super important i've been saying that i probably said that 20 times this last week thank you karen otto i now know the whole quote and i can quote it usually i mess up um sayings really horribly, but this one I've got down. And it's so true. And it when is you true. You, everybody you travel with your tribe, mm-hmm. man, I love that one. That is just so true as well. But a lot of stagers don't know they're acting unethically. Well,
0: and I think that's, that's one of the pieces that was critical for me um, is if I'm going to start a business, I want to align with people that have credibility in the industry, that show a commitment to professionalism and have a high bar that they set their behavior at yeah. and want to travel with other people that, that have that same bar. So I think it's dangerous to not have a code of ethics. I mean, when we're parents... We're trying to teach our children our value system. And those of us that have gone at it intentionally, we write it down so that we know how we're trying to lead our kids and what it is that's the most important thing that they have when they walk out the door. I don't think business is any different. I think business is actually what taught me that as a parent. And so the code of ethics to me is a critical piece. It's but it's not just the code of ethics. It's the professional status that we earn and learn in RISA. It's the CE courses. It's RISACon. It's the commitment to us being part of an industry. It's not just a bunch of chicks trying to get together or dudes trying to get together and say, let's do this today. No, no. We're more than that. We're a respected industry. And as such, we have a code of ethics.
1: Yep. I love it. I just love everything you said today. That's why we asked you, you know, just saying. Well,
0: you can always count on me for an opinion. You know
1: that, so <laughs> we got no shortage of opinions. Let no, me tell you. No, no. Everybody's got one. <laughs> so I I thank you so much for joining us today to talk just a little bit about associations and leadership and you know, ethics. And uh, we certainly appreciate everything you do for the industry. And uh, Jeannie teaches the staging to sell what every agent should know course out there in Michigan. Uh, So we appreciate your efforts with that as well. So thank you for joining me. Pleasure. Everybody else, another episode of Stager Talk. I appreciate your time today. And here's a word from our sponsor. RFID, Radio Frequency Technology, is one of StageForce's most powerful tools. When I first began developing StageForce as an inventory system, I knew that the common method of scanning each item wasn't fast enough for the dynamic environment of staging. Because of this, I turned to RFID Technology and created a swift, efficient, touchless system that allows you to sweep an entire house. And in 15 minutes or less, you have a complete inventory reconciled.
2: StageForce RFID has two components, the tracking tags that you place on your items and a Bluetooth reader to detect them. These work together with our website to move your items from location to location. The process works like this. Products are created online in our website where you also assign each item a tag number. This tag number corresponds to an encoded physical RFID tag that you adhere to your item. When the reader detects the tag, it communicates with our website, where the product information for that specific tag number is stored. It can then update the tag's location and the website reflects that change. Sweeping a home is simple and easy. Our free StageForce app is available on any iOS device and allows your iPhone or iPad to pair with the Bluetooth reader. Use this app to choose the location you'll be sweeping and move throughout the house room by room to detect all of your products. StageForce allows you to obtain an accurate inventory of every tagged item in the home in a fraction of the time. StageForce is designed to be user friendly with a minimal learning curve. The technology works for you rather than you working for it. Let us help you implement StageForce into your business. Watch our demo, join a live webinar, or schedule a call with us.